You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. The podcast. That was all in the first hour of the program. I'm wondering if any Keys friends have texted again, or maybe in true Lakers fashion, maybe they wrote you a letter and got it to you this morning. Just saying. Just saying, Zubin. <laughs> you know, Anthony Davis and LeBron James combined for 28 free throw attempts. The Denver Nuggets combined team, 23 free throw Put attempts. it in writing or it doesn't count. Right? That's all. <laughs> Put it in writing, write me a letter. Just a little it doesn't letter, mean just anything. acknowledging, hey. <laughs> Keys having some fun with it. Yeah, no, it's, it's the Lakers. What, I mean, it's LeBron. What are you going to do? I'm getting hacked to death, and I'm not getting calls, so I need to communicate with somebody. And my ownership he got hacked. So 2020. It wasn't me. I got hacked. I got, I got hacked. hacked. <laughs> <laughs> Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. All of our guests join us on the Shell Pennzoil performance line, including Bart Scott, who's going to join us twice this morning. It's like Bart's doing all two days again from his playing career. We'll talk with him at 7.15 and at 9 a.m. Eastern time. Gambling talk, by the way, coming up at 8.10 Eastern. Any questions? Jay's our resident gambler. Over-unders, lines, parlays, whatever you want. 888 say ESPN. That don't sound good, man. Uh, no, I'm like, that sound like, like, that sound don't like, make me sound like I got a problem. I, was about to say, I, just, I, I wasn't going to say attention to the I, lines. You I wasn't going to use the word problem. <laughs> I was going to say it sounds like Jay may have some issues that we may need to have a conversation in, with a caucus, as we like to use big words around here, with big him words. later on. <laughs> After Zubin, the show. Zubin, we may need to work on that descriptive measure yeah. going forward. Well, you are all. from Jersey, so Vinny the Thumb or any of these other no, people that you It's legal. It's legal. That's all I'm saying. Come on, man. This is Disney. Let's move the show along. That's fair. No broken legs here. You can pay it. Give us an extra week. All right. Really big issue here for the NBA has been, obviously, everything that's going on beyond basketball, and that's something we're going to be realizing 40 days away from the election, the coronavirus, everything that's happening in the world. So when the Breonna Taylor news came down, uh, yesterday and everybody talked about it a couple days ago the reaction nobody being charged in her homicide LeBron James who everybody looks to in a moment like this essentially came out but he came out on Twitter talked about how disappointed he was Twitter is one thing but despite Twitter taking over and everybody caring about everybody's timeline there's nothing like hearing a voice there's nothing like the intonation the octave the way he says it the pausing the emotion, you can't get that on Twitter. It doesn't exist on Twitter. It exists when an individual talks. And when LeBron talks, that individual talks, the NBA and the sports world, and in many cases, the world at large, listens. This is LeBron James on his thoughts, 90 seconds long, but worth every second, on what he thought about what happened with the decision to not charge any officer in a homicide of Breonna Taylor. In Breonna Taylor's case is just, you know, shows it once again um, that the walls of a neighbor is more important than uh, than her life. Um, you know, so, uh, you know, not only did I want to acknowledge that for all the queens in this world, all the black queens in this world, but also the ones that's in my life, you know, my personal ones too. So I just kind of had a moment, um, you know, yesterday. And um, I mean, I have a lot of moments, but I felt like it was important to let, um, you know, black women know that uh, they're not, they're not alone. Um, 
no matter the disrespect or, or, or what they may feel, don't stop. Because um, that's exactly what they want uh, you guys to do. They want you guys to stop. Uh, they want you guys not to be as powerful as you guys are, as not as strong as you guys are, as determined as you guys are. Uh, they want y'all to be at bay. They want y'all to accept what's going on. And, um, you know, I know for sure I won't allow that. Um, I'll continue to, you know, when they're feeling down or they're feeling like there's you know, um, no journey for them or no gateway for them to, to be heard or be seen or, or, or um, you know, be respected or be accepted. Um, you know, my job is to continue to uh, let them know that they are. They're important to everything that goes on, not only in America, but in the world. Everything that goes on through 24 hours in a day, 365 days, 66 on a leap year. So um, that's what it's about. LeBron, very particular there. Two quick points. If you haven't been following this story, at the very beginning of that comment, he essentially said that he thought some walls were more important than the life of a black woman, the 26-year-old Breonna Taylor, that was killed in a no-knock warrant, 26-year-old EMT. If you're wondering why he said something like that, um, the one officer was charged with three counts of wanton endangerment. That's for firing shots into the next-door neighbor's apartment and nothing with regards to Breonna Taylor. So that's just the line of demarcation there. If you're wondering why he would say a wall and a woman, the shots were fired into the neighbor's apartment, and that's why many people are really angry about this. Nothing with regards to Taylor, but the apartment next door is at the central focus of the case right now, according to the Attorney General. The other thing I would just bring up before we talk about what this could mean for LeBron, if he were to win a title with all of this happening, him bearing the brunt of all this, him having the weight on his shoulders, everybody looking to him, whether it's just getting into the bubble when Patrick Beverly said, if LeBron ain't playing, we ain't playing, from that initial decision to just play, to all of this that he's got to carry and not just shut up and dribble. The one thing I would just mention, this is very instructive and something that hasn't been often mentioned. One of the biggest influences in LeBron James' life is his mother, mm -hmm. Gloria, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, he was raised by a single mother. He has been as supportive of her publicly and privately throughout the entirety of his career. And I don't think there's any small coincidence that we're talking about African-American women here, yeah. and one of the people that's most responsible for raising one of the strongest, most resolute athletes in America is a black woman. Yeah, that's his mom. And, and when you look at it as a whole, though, Z, not just from what's going on from an unjust standpoint, but overall in the work workforce, uh, so many times minority black women or, or minorities are overlooked because of their gender. I mean, all of those sort of things. So you certainly want to uh, – LeBron is right on all, all fronts that he's talked about right there. I mean, there's no question about it. And then when you transition into the basketball side of things, my, much like you said, having to deal with everything. And I'll go all the way back to the death of Kobe Bryant and Gigi to the pandemic to getting in and out of the bubble – to all of the injustice in this country, to trying to get to a championship. I mean, when you look at that, you know, for me, there's been so many great players that have come along in basketball that I've had the opportunity to see play in L.A. amongst other cities. But because of everything, and then he delivers – that thing, his this that would by far to me, and I know Cleveland, you know, they never had a championship, and he left and he came back, and the wall became LeBron's on the side over there with the big mural. They think that that is 
the best championship ever for his career. If he wins in L.A. Mm-hmm. with everything that he's endured, it's not even close. Mm. Jay, it's not think? even close. L.A. would be the one. This would be his greatest slash most controversial title in the history of sports. It really would be. There is such a major dichotomy happening right now between the two worlds that we're in. For all the things Key just made mention of, Kobe Bryant dying, a pandemic, leaving your family, going to the bubble, dealing with all the social injustice in the world, to rise up and to win an NBA title would be insane with the amount of weight that LeBron James is carrying. And there will be one side of the country that will look at it and acknowledge it that way by saying, thank you for continuing to carry the torch. There will be another side of the country that refuses to want to see LeBron James win. They do not want to see LeBron James win on and off the court. Let's call it for what exactly it is. So as he's blazing this path, which is an incredible path to carry, it also is there will be a subset of this country that is not going to like it. And that's going to be the, it's going to be the way for him for the rest of his life. That's what happens to leaders. It's a Muhammad Ali-like thing. And I think people over the course of time have chosen to say, look at Muhammad Ali and look how he set this path. But it wasn't like that way, Key, when he was going through it. No. A lot of people that hated him for it. It doesn't take away and diminish how great things he does, but that's the ultimate realistic perspective that's going to be out there amongst our country. Everybody, this was so great about being here, is everybody got an opinion. Yeah. Right? And at the end, it doesn't really matter what that opinion is. Because all that matters is the people that respect LeBron. And they respect him regardless what they tell you. That's why when people say, oh, we don't watch this. we don't. No, you, you do. You do watch. And very quick, That's why you comment. Because you're watching. I, I, I think it's the greatest championship we'll ever see if he gets it. And I've already said I think he's the greatest player ever to play the game. I'm just providing full context about where our country is right now and how people are looking at it from different vantage points. And the timeline from Key and Jay, everything you guys just mentioned from Kobe to social injustice to this moment, that has all happened in the last nine months. Think about it. Coming back from 3-1 down, first title in 52 years, paling in comparison. And we are all witnesses to what LeBron is doing right now. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, coming to you live from the Seaport District at Pier 17. We're brought to you by Chase. Still to come, is Adam Gase's seat not even the hottest one in New York? Who could be more scalding than that, to be honest with you? We'll talk about it with former Jet Bart Scott after the guys have these words from our sponsors. Foot odor. Throwing you off your game? Stick to a winning game plan with Odor Eaters. Featuring three advanced odor and wetness fighters. The lineup provides long-lasting odor control plus more to keep your feet on their game. Odor Eaters powder provides outstanding moisture control. Clear drying spray is the MVP in preventing athlete's foot. While insoles work continuously to manage wetness while adding a layer of comfort. Pick up today at Walmart or Target or CVS, Dollar General, or other fine retailers. Odor eaters destroy foot odor, the best in odor defense. The wait is finally over. Football season is here, which means Hulu has live sports. You can watch your favorite players like Baker Mayfield on Hulu Plus Live TV. Get access to over 65 live channels, plus the largest streaming TV library, including exclusive originals and the hottest shows and movies. Start your free trial today so you don't miss a moment of the action. Live TV plan required. Restrictions apply. Learn more at Hulu.com. 
Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Alicia Keys bringing us in. Jay posing a great question there. Lawrence or Darnold. And Key going with his USC guy and was pretty definitive Shocking. about it. <laughs> Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Zubin. With that, let's talk a little New York football. Both teams, the Jets and the Giants, a little equal time in this political season. And for more on that, we bring in Bart Scott, the 11-year NFL veteran. He'll be with us twice this morning. You can also see him on Get Up with Mike Greenberg coming up here at 8 a.m. Eastern over on ESPN. All right, Bart, so we had mentioned, and it's pretty clear, Adam Gase is on a scalding hot seat. Does the temperature match the seat that Giants general manager Dave Gettleman is sitting on? Well, that's an interesting one because I think that the Giants have shown progress. I think he still has to answer for the fact that Saquon Barkley hasn't really added to wins in their win total. But we do all agree that he is a yellow jacket caliber type of player. The problem is with the injury, are you going to give him, you know, $15 million a year? That remains to be seen. Um, but he did hit on a, on a quarterback. Now, he, got, he lucked out on that one because none of us had Danny Dimes, you know, as a franchise quarterback. But I, I believe that he is. Um, I think Adam Gay's seat is a little bit hotter, uh, of course. Um, you think about Joe Douglas coming in. He really, they're friends, and he got, Gase got him the job. But at the end of the day, I don't think that they're, uh, they're linked with each other. That's still like a arranged marriage as well. Um, I think Adam Gase, uh, if he doesn't turn this thing around, could be out of here in a short order. Um, and I look at maybe a, a head coach like Eric the Enemy or some offensive-minded coach. The fact that we still don't know if Sam Darnold is a franchise quarterback or we haven't seen um, the reports, we don't know between the, the two guys out of that class, Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold, we still don't know. The other two in that class that, that were picked um, high in the, in the first round, you know, um, Josh Allen, and you think, about, um, you think about Josh Allen, and you think about Lamar Jackson, we know for a fact that they are franchise quarterbacks. And Adam Gase has to take ownership of that. You can't continue to blame it on the personnel. We haven't seen that genius that he's been touted as. Bart, what happens, you've been in the locker rooms, obviously, you played, and, and what happens yeah. when players start to question publicly preparation the way things go with inside of a locker room on the field what happens to that coaching staff you know it's like remember the titans right attitude reflect leadership 
and the fact that they came out lethargic, they weren't ready to play in their home opener against the you know San Francisco 49ers, gave up an 80-yard run, um, you know, showed that they didn't, you know, they were ill-prepared and they lacked the passion and enthusiasm to believe in the plan. You know, they left plays out there, but that was a winnable game. You know, the Buffalo Bills was a winnable game. And it's not that they're losing. It's how they're losing. It looks like they're inadequate. It looks like they don't have a clue. It looks like they have no philosophy. Or we don't know what brand of football that they're deciding to play. Are they ground and pound? Are they uh, an air raid type of offense? They're a team with no identity. So they had an identity crisis. And if you don't know who we are and what our philosophy are, how can you implement the game plan? Barb, the, talk to me about the Giants. How would you evaluate – Daniel Jones considering he won't have Saquon Barkley for another season well you know it's interesting that you talk about uh, you know Saquon Barkley because I think Devontae Freeman is a more sudden down the hill type of runner he's willing to get those dirty yards and I think if this offense moves better with Devontae Freeman when he's implemented into this offense, then we're going to be having questions about Saquon Barkley being a great player but trying to circle the defense and not willing to come in and go in between the tackles and get the dirty yards. And it limits the playbook when a play is designed to go inside and you want to bounce it and circle it. We used to see that all the time and have that narrative about Reggie Bush. The fact that you know he had that narrative, but you don't expect that from Saquon Barkley because he's a much larger back. But we questioned his, his pass his pass protection or his willingness to pass protect. And now if Devontae Freeman is able to come downhill and the offense looks different, I think it's a bigger indictment on Saquon Barkley than it is Danny Dimes. I love what I see out of Danny Dimes. Other than the junior whopper hands, he can't hold on to the ball, burping the baby a little bit too much, you know, getting a little bit more understanding about getting rid of the ball inside of the pocket in a timely manner. I think that he's showing progress and he showed that he can, you know, do those off-schedule plays as well. Mr. Scott, Let's move ahead to uh, Monday night. Kansas City will invade Baltimore, one yes. of your former teams, and try and get something done. How big is this game for Lamar Jackson to show the world that he could go up against Patrick Mahomes and actually win the game? I mean, they've, they've gone against each other uh, last previous years. I think Lamar Jackson's comfortable on who he is. I think, you know, these are one of these matchups where I don't believe that you really wanted to play each other this year because I feel like it's going to be a lot of intel taken, and they understand that they're trying to match up you know, in the, in the playoffs, and you don't want to go against a team and kind of give your trade secrets and who you are as a team. You know, but you know, they're on the schedule. Um, you want to get it done, but you want to send a message, an emphatic message, that this is not the same team that it was last year. You talk about the additions of you know, Patrick Queen, uh, Derek Wolf, and also Calais Campbell. I think you know they're going to try and flex their muscle a little bit because last year the Ravens did everything that they can do to make sure that they can beat the Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs. But what they didn't realize is the um, football version of the Denver Nuggets and the Tennessee Titans were going to come in and spoil the party. So now they had to make sure that they built the interior of this defensive line so that they can handle the road bumps on the road to Kansas City. And we're hoping that we're going to get our Lakers-Clippers matchup and they're not spoiled, that somebody doesn't spoil the party and everybody's a willing participant this year. The one X factor that was not there last year will be there this Monday in Tyreek Hill, although Kelsey had a pretty okay. good game. Sammy uh, Watkins is banged up right now in concussion protocol, so we don't know if he's going to play. With Hill in the lineup, how difficult will that be for the secondary? Well, you're always going to have to lean. You're always going to have to lean a safety over that side because it's elite speed. But when I say this team was built to beat Kansas City in, in all their skill positions, you talk about how many people have 
three starting corners. You think about Jimmy Smith, you think about Marcus Peters, and also you think about Marlon Humphreys. They're built to be ready for the track meet. That's why they, that's why they went out and they made sure that they put a lot of equity in their, in their, in their defensive backfield. And I forget the, the, the nickel that they paid last year that was injured. You know, so I think they're well-equipped. Uh, we're going to see um, if Kansas City defense is ready to handle Lamar Jackson as he evolves more as a passer from the pocket and, and, and is more willing to hurt you with his arm as well as how dangerous we know how dangerous he is with his legs. It's going to come down to simply who has the ball last. I, I, I trust whatever quarterback has the ball last to win the game to come through. Yeah, I mean, also you talk about two of the best kickers in the game. You know, it's going to be interesting because, you know, once you get past the logo, the 50-yard line, you're in range. One more for you. Bart Scott joining us, 11-year NFL vet. He'll be with us twice. In fact, he'll return at 9 a.m. Eastern where we're going to have a fun okay. game called the guy versus not the guy. And essentially, what does that mean? We're going to line up teams that have the guy that can take you to a Super Bowl. Some of those teams are obvious. Some of those teams are on the precipice. And then we'll break down some of the teams that are too early to tell whether they have the guy and then break down the teams where you know they don't have the guy. So that's when Bart returns for his old two-a-days coming up at 9 a.m. Eastern with us here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Before we let you get out of here, give me one bold prediction for the weekend. Uh, Bold prediction, I think that the um, Cincinnati Bengals beat the the Eagles. Um, But before we go there, can I ask J. Will, why did he walk by in the DMV like he had a fast pass at Disney World? <laughs> what are you talking about? You guys ran you, into each other? You at the DMV yesterday? No, I heard you was at DMV. Oh. You know, word travels fast, man. They say you was walking by like you had the like you had the fast pass, or you had the, you you had the guy going straight to the front of the line, only to do the walk of shame, man. What's up with that? <laughs> Well, what happened was, what happened was, I had an appointment, so I walked by the entire line, which is like a mile long, only to find out that the appointment was, told me to, to wait my tail in line. So, yes, three and a half, four hours at the DMV yesterday. Oh, man. You got to ask Mickey next time to hook you up, take you through the back, man. You would think Mickey would have you know, the hookup, you, you, right? You would think Mickey would have the hookup. You, you, we've all tried to go in there and, and we look at those people with the, you know, walking around with the people from Disney with that checkered vest looking like they're working for McDowell's and they go into the front. You look like, hold up, man. I've been alive for three hours. Why the hell are he going to the front? And you realize that you just ain't, you, you just ain't connected like that. And Bart, it was such a black athlete moment, though, because I was walking by everybody and I was the only black guy walking by everybody and I tried to skip the line. Did you wave? And then they sent me to the back and I was like, damn it. People were like, hey, Jay. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> Happened to me. <laughs> they, they, Oh, you know people you know people are live streaming Snapchat interface and all that stuff that Bill Belichick talks about. And I will tell you, Bard, uh, in Jay's defense, I mean, who wants to spend one minute longer at the DMV than you have to be there? So if uh. you can truncate and get it over with, that's the way you want to go. You definitely <laughs> don't want to be there too long. Bart, we'll see you this morning at 9 a.m. Eastern time where you'll tell us the guys that are good enough to get to the Super Bowl and the guys that are oh so close to getting there. Look forward to seeing you again. My pleasure. See you in a minute. Thank you, Bart. Bart mentioned that the Bengals are going to take care of the Eagles. The Eagles desperately need Carson Wentz to get into the zone. Get in the zone is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. We will break down the four biggest matchups in the NFL this weekend. With all due respect to fans of the 0-2 Bengals and the 0-2 Eagles, they will probably not make the cut. We'll tell you what will after SportsCenter. Lakers five-point lead. Here's Anthony Davis splitting a double, laying it in, and one. I love that he didn't settle, Kesty. He did not settle. He had a three, passed it up. He goes, I'm going at you, Jokic. You better guard me. <laughs> that is Mark Kestisher and Doris Burke on ESPN Radio. 
As I've said a million times before, if you could just be with us in the commercial breaks or in between things, it's a whole nother show. Lakers over the Nuggets, 114-108. Maybe Showtime is back, the modern-day version. AD and LeBron combining for 60. They can seal the deal Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern. You can watch it on TNT, listen to it on ESPN Radio. Heat and Celtics, 8.30 tonight on ESPN. Also on ESPN Radio, Jay and the Countdown crew will be there. See if Miami can become the first team to clinch their spot in the 2020 finals. Speaking of Miami, the Dolphins over the Jags, 31-13 on Thursday night football. Fitzmagic was indeed just that. Key watching on ESPN News with Fitz tossing lasers. Setting the Dolphins' single-game completion percentage record in the win. He was 18 for 20 in the game against Jacksonville. Miami jumped out to a big start and never really let up. He seems puzzled, almost quizzical by that statistic. There was a guy named Dan Marino. There was. So I'm like, hmm. (laughs) Fitzmagic over Marino in one statistic and one statistic only, I would guess, right? I can't imagine there would be a second one. Unless it's number of picks thrown. <laughs> Fitz is not. Marino was there for a long time. <laughs> tough crowd. Indeed. Pac-12 to play a seven-game season beginning November 6th because that was a tough crowd. The Pac-12 fans were wondering, why are we not playing if everyone else is back? They'll have a seven-game conference-only football schedule beginning November 6th. Title game on the 18th a couple days later. We'll see if they can get a team into the playoff for the first time in four years. The Mountain West Conference also announced that they're going to go to an eight-game schedule in October. Sports Center brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless has the full court cell phone coverage you need. Just 45 bucks a month gets to the unlimited plan with 25 gigs of high speed data, then 2G for up to 50% less than the big carriers, only at Walmart. Savings may vary. See terms and conditions at straighttalk.com. Four Downs is brought to you by Geico. Geico is now offering an extra 15% on car, motorcycles, and RV policies. Visit geico.com for more. Let's run it down with the four biggest matchups on the docket. We, of course, will begin with... First down. Raiders at Patriots. T, what do you think? The undefeated Raiders going to Foxborough. Well, I think it's going to be a tough game, obviously. The Raiders are coming off an emotional win against the New Orleans Saints, but they're going into Foxborough. And Bill Belichick has gotten the best of John Gruden, as well as the Raiders in his coaching career. Cam Newton is what I would call on fire, a resurgence in his career with Josh McDaniels and Julian Edelman. So in the end, I look at the Patriots winning this football game and moving forward. Yeah, I like the Raiders in this game, and I'll say this. Bill Belichick has always utilized a tight end in his schemes. It's going to be interesting to see now what kind of defensive scheme he will work on to stop when you think about Darren Waller uh, from the Raiders. Darren Waller and also Josh Jacobs did not practice yesterday, so a short week for them. be fascinating to see how they come out and play. Moving the sticks for a battle of 2-0 and o teams. Second down. Rams at Bills. You know, the Rams are, Rams didn't have to go all the way back west and come all the way back east after beating the Philadelphia Eagles. They stayed on the East Coast, which is a big-time move in terms of rest for the players. Josh Allen has been playing terrific. There's no question about it. He's one of Dan Orlovsky's MVP candidates. But the Rams have too much firepower on the offensive side. The defensive side of the ball, we mentioned Jalen Ramsey. There's Brockers on the end. But the guy in the middle of all of this is Aaron Donald. They have no answer for Aaron Donald. There will be no time for Josh Allen to be able to get the football to Stephon Diggs 
weeks, the Rams win this football game. They become 3-0 and and real contenders in the NFC. I agree with you on the Rams. Um, it's time, Josh Allen. It's time. I mean, it's everybody talking about MVP caliber play. The numbers have been great. We said those numbers were against the Jets and the Dolphins, respectively. Now it's time to see what you can do against Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. How about them Cowboys? Third down. Cowboys at Seahawks. Look, the Cowboys made a terrific second-half surge. Doc Prescott played like a $40 million quarterback in the second half. He accounted for a number of touchdowns and a number of yards, much like Cam Newton did at that game against Seattle. Here's the problem, though. He's going up to Seattle. Russell Wilson is on fire. He's my MVP candidate. I don't necessarily know that the Cowboys can go into Seattle, places they've struggled at in the past, to win this football game. If Dak Prescott does it, that's big time. He's showing Jerry Jones that I am a $300 million quarterback and you better give me my money at the end of the year. Oh, the quarterback battle is incredible And therefore, here. I'm taking the Seahawks. You're taking the Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> the quarterback battle is incredible here. But I'm going to go with the, the battle of Ezekiel Elliott. Feed me. I want them to continue to feed him, especially with Jamal Adams coming off. That's going to be an interesting matchup to see how that one plays out. Speaking of highly paid quarterbacks. Fourth down. Packers at Saints. You know, any other time I would look at this game and say to myself, you know, they're going to New Orleans, a hostile environment, the crowd is crazy, but guess what? It's empty. The stadium's (laughs) empty. And that's Mercedes-Benz Dome is empty. But here's what I would look for. If Michael Thomas plays in this game, then it's going to be a tough out for Green Bay to stop New Orleans. If he does not play in this game, the Green Bay Packers should win going away. Aaron Rodgers is on fire. We all know what he's done the last two games. He's out to prove that he is still a guy in the NFL and nobody's even close. I'm taking the Packers if Michael Thomas doesn't play. If he plays, I'm taking the Saints. I don't know how I'm supposed to take that bet. Right? Take it either but way. Take it either way. way. Either way. I, I think the Packers are going to follow the same kind of blueprint that the Raiders did. Uh, the Raiders did a really good job, and you saw – in that game, the Saints' defense really struggled against the Raiders' balanced attack with Jones and Rodgers. I actually think the Packers are going to win this. I think they're going to win this one easy. Real quick, I want to mention Aaron Rodgers, 80 points through two games. 80 points, nearly 1,000 yards. <clears throat> Excuse me, passing. And because we're not talking about Colorado Buffalo's football Warman. key, I don't think we need a fifth down here, but I'm going to give you a fifth down. Green Bay plus, pl- plus three in this one. Just saying. I, and you're telling me you're not the gambling guy. You're I just it. noticed it. <laughs> just one thing. That's all. Yeah, he, real quick. Plus three. <laughs> yeah. We'll talk gambling coming up here uh, with Joe Fortenbaugh, our daily wager guy at 8, 10 a.m. Eastern. So get your calls in 888-SAY-ESPN. All right. Our last one is. Bonus down. Chiefs. At Ravens. This is going to be a tough one, right? I think when you look at Kansas City, they took care of business against Baltimore, hanging 38 points on them last year without Tyreek Hill in the lineup. Tyreek Hill is in the lineup now. If you listen to Bart Scott, that defensive front, they went out and got Calais Campbell for those reasons. They, they, they certainly, Julon is there. But the secondary of the Baltimore Ravens with P- Patrick Peters, uh, Marcus Peters, not Pat Pete, Marcus Peters, in Humphreys, two all-pro guys going up against maybe a Sammy Watkins who's in concussion protocol and Tyreek Hill. That's going to be an interesting matchup. Who's going to guard Kelsey at the tight end spot? With all that being said, this game is in Baltimore. It is not home field advantage for either team because there's no crowd. It's not Kansas City loud. It's not snowy, cold Baltimore. But Lamar Jackson 
needs to show everybody that he can go and duel against Patrick Mahomes and win this football game to make everybody forget about that loss in Kansas City in week three last year. Therefore, I'm going to give Kansas City their first loss of the season. Mm. Baltimore marches on. No pick for me. I'm just going to sit back with my popcorn and my beer on Monday night and just take all this in. Patrick Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson. If there was, uh, this like is a this, to me. This is the best game that we've had in football thus far. Coming up Monday night. You know it's hard to make money gambling if you don't take a pick, though, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I'll, 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 let me get let me, let me acquire doing, he's more doing, data. What do they call it? Let even? me acquire more data until we get up to Monday. <laughs> we do have they, until they call Monday. it even in betting, right? Like even. Yeah, it's even. So you're taking is, an even. I don't know. Is it, is it? I don't know what the. I don't think they came out with the line yet. So I'll wait. Your 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 phone's gonna vibrate when the line comes out. Yes, that's Baltimore. How it works. Baltimore three and a half. Oh, three through. and a half. Three and a half. Look at those. Three eyes. and a hook. Three and a hook, as they say. Uh, three yeah. and a hook. I'm gonna need some time to to sit on that one. Much more gambling. Bet the parlay talk. on that, right? Is that what they say? Just stop talking. Bet a little to win a lot. <laughs> Bet a little to win a lot. Speaking of gambling, our gambling expert Joe Fortenball will be with us uh, at eight ten Eastern. He'll be with us every Thursday. You can ask him anything you want. How do you bet college when you don't know who might be playing with COVID tests? What NFL game interests you, you the most? Can you, and I'll ask you, but I'm going to ask you, can you, because you sound like a gambler undercover. Can you? Can <laughs> He's you, overt. I'm covert. Yeah, yeah, from Jersey you, Rutgers. I know what Rutgers is about. Bet, New Brunswick. Like, can you bet two different sports, like a basketball and a football? You can bet as many games as you want. No, I'm saying, can you put absolutely. them together? In a parlay? Yeah, absolutely. Parlay. Oh, you can? That's yeah, you can cross-pollinate, go to different sports, and make it as creative as you I want. I just want to clarify. Oh. So you just said parlay, but you didn't know what parlay actually meant? Man, I, I could tell you about a uh, uh, what they call a thing when they win four goals in hockey. What's that? The, uh, well, a hat trick is three. A hat, hat trick. trick. A hat trick. See, I can tell you about a hat trick, and I don't know nothing about it. I hear parlay many times when gambling. I can tell you in fantasy football. Um, what's the one with the fantasy football? I don't know. It's yeah. I don't know. I, see, just, just stop. Just stop. I got it. I don't it. know. I got it. From fantasy back to reality. Again, Fortinball with us at 8, 10 a.m. Eastern. He's the host of Daily Wager. You hear him Saturday, radio game day on ESPN Radio. And literally anything you want to ask. College football, you want to talk Stanley Cup final. It's the final weekend of the baseball regular season. Who's got the best odds to win the craziest baseball regular season we've ever seen? Anything you want with Joe, 888-SAY-ESPN. Get on the line right now, 888-729-3776. Start him, sit him. So you can reserve Mm. your spot. Stardom Sidham. All of our guests, including Joe, are on the Shell Pennzoil performance sign. And another reminder to check out ESPN Audio at home by telling Alexa to play news from ESPN. ESPN Audio at home. Brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. Drive a Mercedes-Benz van and find out how far an extra mile really goes. From customization and service to financial assistance, Mercedes-Benz Vans are ready for anything. And the Pac-12 is ready to return. But their odds of returning to the playoff for the first time since 2016 are... Our resident Pac-12 legend will weigh in on that. But first, we've got this word. For me, (laughs) your day is busy enough, so come in and shell and get three things done at once. First, fill up with the Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline to keep your engine running like new. Then, save up with the Fuel Rewards Program and never pay full price for gas again. And finally, snack up with in-store rewards to save even more at the pump. Make the most of the stop you need to make with Shell. And engines that continuously use Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. See full terms and conditions at FuelRewards.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Subin, the podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Breaking new ground this morning, A to Z going international. The Toronto Blue Jays have clinched their first postseason spot since 2016. Don't look at me, Zubin, when you say that. <laughs> that year they lost to the Tribe, the Cleveland Indians. And speaking of Cleveland, check out E60 this Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern on ESPN2 for a fascinating look at their superstar, Francisco Lindor. You might want to watch it this Sunday because there's a lot of people saying he won't be with the Cleveland Indians that much longer. They're looking to trim payroll, and Lindor is looking for a gigantic pay day which he deserves so check that out sunday night eight eastern on espn2 sunday of course also the final day of the major league baseball regular season yankees in real real danger of not being able to host a first round playoff series to the nba bad amount of bio good to go for game five tonight celtics heat espn 8 30 eastern a little bit of a wrist injury in the second half of game four but head coach eric spolster says he's been icing it quote we'll be ready to go for a potential closeout game. You're a young player like this. You've had a great impact on your team. You want to be on the floor for a chance to clinch an NBA Finals appearance for the first time in his young career and for the Heat the first time since, of course, LeBron and company were there in 2014. And after saying in August it would postpone all sports until the new year, the Pac-12 reversing course Thursday. They'll say they'll go conference-only football, seven games beginning on November 6th. Title game December 18th, no fans. They'll announce the college football playoff teams a couple days later, and we'll see <laughs> if the Conference of Champions will have their first team in key I, since 2016. I don't mean to laugh at our video on television, but why are they showing Kevin Sumlin? He's the coach at Arizona. Which Man, Arizona ain't got a 12. chance. <laughs> Yes, Arizona's actually got the longest drought of any school in the Pac-12 of just getting to the Rose Bowl, and that, of course, will be a part of the college football playoff this year. Key's not thinking the Wildcats are going to get into the Rose Bowl anytime soon. No. (laughs) 
It's a basketball school. It is a basketball school built by the late, great Lute Olson, and that is your A to Z. Let's talk a little Pac-12 here. Um, one thing, in thing that's interesting here is that the Division One Oversight Committee is essentially going to strip the number of wins you need to have for bowl eligibility. So <laughs> if it's a seven-game season for the Pac-12, theoretically you would have to go 6-1 and one or better to make a bowl game since the threshold for making a bowl is six games. But they're going to completely toss that out of the window, and it doesn't matter how many or how few wins you have, you can go to a bowl. That's obviously going to be a one-time thing. But the big question is, the one time we saw... In year one, Oregon get to the championship game. Washington got blitzed by Alabama in 2016. And since then, the Pac-12 has not made the playoff. Does it change this year? I, I, think, it, I think it could. Yeah, I think it could. USC is interesting. Um, Clay Helton is interesting as the coach. College football is better when USC is good. You know, they, the Alabamas, the Texases, the Oklahomas, the Michigans, the Notre Dames – all of those type of teams make college football better. In my opinion, it's hard, no matter how you look at it, when a team like USC is undefeated, no matter who they play, people want to see that the fan base, remember it's a lot about money too, the fan base travels. Not that they're going to travel to the game, but the eyeballs travel. Um, it's a huge brand in terms of college football. There's history there. There's, there's cachet that's there. People would say, well, they're not playing any of the big boys out of conference. There's no Alabama they're playing, which whew, I'm sure. They could have started we, we, the season that, with Alabama. You see me go, whoo. Yes. We, we escaped that one. I think, though, if that team goes undefeated and they meet Oregon in the Pac-12 championship and Oregon goes undefeated, then SC probably will get a, a lot of conversation. On the other side, Oregon, if they go undefeated, they will get a lot of conversation for a number of reasons. I mean, there is a guy named Phil Knight that's there. Let's not be stupid here. The founder of Nike. The founder of Nike. A lot of schools do wear the swoosh. Just saying. That has a little bit of influence, Jay, whether mm -hmm. you want to believe it or not. I like hearing you make your case for the Pac-12. I like it. It's, just, it's not really It's not really it kinda a case. Is. It kind of is. It's just those two teams yeah. that people... You know, based on history at SC, based on Oregon and, and it's a little bit of influence, I think that that conversation will be had. I just don't think we're going to see a team from the Pac-12 in the college football playoffs. When you think about that out-of-conference game that you guys didn't play, I think ultimately due to the fact that you're going to be competing in your division and you look at some other conferences that are doing the same, from an eyeball perspective, Key, seeing the quality of competition that other SEC schools are going to go up against, right? That's going to be used in their favor. Same with ACC. Uh, you know, think of the eye test, Ohio State, Penn State, you know, seeing what happens in the Big Ten with those two schools. I just think it, depending upon the lack of opportunities that will happen in the Pac-12, I don't think it really matters so, how good so, they'll do. I don't think you'll see. So yeah, every I, conference is going to have a championship game, right? Right, they're gonna all have. They are gonna play. But, they are. But they're gonna have to see each other. Somebody out of the Big Ten is. They're gonna have to see each other. Somebody at SEC is gonna have to yeah, see each other. Like, you, could you take two teams from the SEC? Yeah, but, you, but, but, but are you gonna? But are you gonna take 
two teams out of the SEC, one of them is certainly going to have a loss, and now you're going to be I, I facing an undefeated like USC but, team. But this is where it goes into the, the, the eye test. That's why I think this is going to be the most controversial college football playoffs that we've had since they probably went from the BCS, right? If you're going eye test, if you have two teams that are dominating from the SEC that play each other in SEC championship game, if you take two of those teams and then say maybe Ohio State and a Clemson win theirs. But hasn't it always been the eye test, Zubin? For the most part, right? I mean, even with regular full seasons, the committee has always said it's basically an eye test versus a, a, along with looking at the schedule. That's the way it's always been. No question. Keyshawn Jables, you've been brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone is America's number one battery destination. No matter what battery problems you're dealing with, you can find your solution at AutoZone. They have an extensive selection of reliable batteries starting at just $79.99. So next time you're having starting trouble, start at AutoZone, get in the zone, AutoZone. Two quick points. 2017, Alabama and Georgia both made the playoffs, so certainly the yep. SEC can get two teams in. In fact, they actually met in the national championship game, which was won by Alabama in double overtime in an instant classic. And the one demerit for USC not being able to play Alabama, they were going to play Alabama in their opener when the con- con- conference games were were You didn't want to see that. Yeah, I was you didn't want to see that. But it would give you your opportunity for your by far best win. Yes. You stumble yeah. once in conference yeah. play, but you beat Alabama? Now you don't have that opportunity. Last time I was at the Alabama-USC game, we played in uh, Cowboy Stadium. I was all fired up and sitting in the box with my crew. You know, we up there, Jay. We rolling. We like, okay, we got him. It's close. All of a sudden, Jalen Hurts come in the game. Like, dang, it's over. Game over. Game over. Mm. We had – all we needed to do was score, and it would have changed a little bit, but then it didn't. It was over. Taken to the woodshed. Hadn't been the same since. (laughs) So Alabama and the SEC in the driver's seat. The Pac-12 was going to play seven. The ACC is trying to play 11. So we'll just wait to see because there's no guarantee they're going to play seven. There's no guarantee the ACC will play 11. Look what happened to Notre Dame. Right. Just happened. Already with Wake Forest. Yeah. So when you look at like the ACC, you got Clemson coming out of there most likely, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the the team. Um, Georgia, Alabama, you mentioned before. There's a Georgia, Alabama, there's LSU, there's a Florida. Mm Mm-hmm. They've got to have to see each other. So they're going to counsel each other out. I just believe that if a USC team is showing dominance and they go undefeated, there are people within the college football landscape that would like to see them get in the final I agree four. With you on that. I agree with that as well. We'll see what happens. They will announce the four teams for the college football playoff on December 20th, if we can get there. Still to come, LeBron, five wins from a title. Why this one? Could be Let's go. his greatest. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can hear the show live weekdays at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN News, or wherever you stream your audio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.